the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gastan. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gastan. Yes, and I'm glad to be with you on this Monday edition of Lifeline. I hope you are out there. Um, this is, again, the Monday edition of Lifeline, August, uh, October 18th, if you will, 2021. And I don't know, it looks like our weather has turned a bit on us. Turned a bit on us. We are moving towards that coveted period of the year that we call the holidays. And uh, no, uh, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. I'm sure you know that. At the end of the month, folks will be celebrating the pumpkin festival period. And uh, I love the colors. I love the um, I love the festivities. I love the straw and the whole idea of a country environment. In fact, my wife and I were headed out to uh, do some uh, bocce ball at the debauchery out there in Livermore. I don't know if you know. It's a kind of family-friendly joint where you can play uh, throw axes. I was horrible at it, but I'm looking forward to going back and doing a better job. Uh, but you can throw axes, you can play foot pool, you can play bocce ball, a couple other things, and then uh, you know eat some food and things like that. Enjoy yourself. The debauchery in Livermore, right off of 580. Um, and, but on our way there, we saw the area where uh, over there off of um, this kind of uh, Palomares Hills right off of 580 there where the uh, rodeo takes place. You guys know that little area there. Well, they've got a bunch of festivities going on for kids. I tried to look a little bit while I was driving, not capable of watching, uh, looking too long. But it looks like there was quite a few kids out there on slides and playing with games and doing a bunch of things. Yesterday afternoon, about four o'clock, it looked it looked it a lot uh, looked it like a lot of fun, and of course, like I said, we're moving to that time of the year where things are cooling down. Last night, I woke up maybe around three thirty or so to the pattering of rain on my roof, roof and on my windows, and I was glad about it. Ever since I was a child, a young boy, I love the experience of waking up to the rain, hitting the window, the pitter-patter, and the uh, just the droplets, if you will, just kind of subtly working on your mind and making you feel good and all cozy and everything. And of course, when it's raining, it's not cold, and you, you know that too. But this morning after the rain stopped, it was just a little bit nippy. And I think we're going to I think we're about to turn the corner from this pristine, almost Indian summer we've had up to this point. I know for us at Grace and Hayward, we got our folks that love hanging outside. This is what this whole COVID thing has done, conditioned a handful of people to want to sit outside 
uh, non-scientific, but I understand we don't mind doing it. Uh, I sometimes covet wanting to be out there as well, uh, watching the big screen TV as uh, many of us are on the inside. A lot of activity on the inside, a lot of people in our building. So it's not like um, not like uh, people have an aversion to being inside. It's comfortable, air conditioned and, and what have you. But a good group on the outside. Now, what I have, igno- have recognized and acknowledged is that our weather is definitely germane for that kind of alternative worship experience. We've had some great, great weather, but I am, I'm going to be curious as to see what (laughs) our good folks who are still tied somewhat to the outdoors and some of the folks who are still tied to masks, even though you know that information is completely backwards and unscientific, uh, what they're going to do when it starts to rain. Are they going to sit out there with umbrellas and, and just endure the harsh weather like, uh, like the mailman, if you will? They probably will. Um, if, you can, if you can sit out there with tarps up and, uh, and umbrellas uh, with the brisky wind and maybe a few showers here, uh, there, maybe just cold weather, they probably will come in when it starts raining. And that might not happen until January or so. So they, they have the benefit of being California worshipers and they can be outside for another two or three months. But yeah, uh, I get a little bit of a feel in the morning. I'm sure you do too, that the weather has turned on us a bit and we're moving into our seasonal experience, which is a good thing. I love this time of the year. I'm trying to motivate myself to get some yard work done that I need to do and then um, start working on putting up lights for the Christmas season, uh, which uh, which is just fantastic and fun as well. Um, but again, glad to have you on this Monday. Uh, a wonderful week ahead. So much going on. Do want to say to you that we're going to be having our Wednesday All Things COVID class here at Grace Bible Church at 530. Doors open uh, for our next class. It's going to be exciting. We're going to be doing some of the hard work of looking undercover at uh, the Pfizer Institute where scientists have already uh, exposed what they really believe and what they really think about the vaccines, what they really know about the virus, things that they could not say publicly or abroad. But once again, Veritas, Veritas to the rescue, cameras on the inside talking to several of the scientists. And guess what? The things that scientists will say um, in private, as they thought they were, but could not possibly say in public lest they lose their jobs and maybe even more is absolutely insightful, utterly, utterly insightful. So this is going to be a great time. It's about a a 30 minute, 40 minute clip where Veritas is going in, talk to several of the scientists. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? The very things that we have been saying to you about the concerns we've had with the mode and protocol of the rollout of the vaccines, they have them too. And they are under lock and key not to tell you why they are concerned, but you're going to hear it for yourself right from the horse's mouth coming out of the mouth of the scientists, their suggestions. If you ask, ask the question, should I take the vaccine? And it's important for us to do that. You know, um, uh, the word of God is very clear. The darkness and the light are the same with God. There is nothing hid from his eyes. Psalm 139, as David puts it, um, he can see the darkness and he can see the light 
alike. And our master, of course, in Matthew's chapter 10, made it very plain. There is nothing hid that shall not ultimately come to the light. What you say in the dark will be proclaimed at some point on the rooftop. And as Earth, Wind and Fire said it so clearly many years ago, this is for my old school folks, you can't hide love. You can't hide love. Well, true love does not want to be hid in the first place because love does not work ill to its neighbor. Love does not promote evil and love is not demanding. Therefore, you and I know if anyone forces us to do anything, to take anything, it cannot be predicated on love. Love does not demand. Love does not work ill to its neighbor. Love does not promote evil. If you have to force me to take something, if you have to threaten my livelihood, if you have to limit my space, withhold information from me, if you have to censor my earnest inquiry, you don't love me and your hatred will soon come to the light as we are asserting. And so, yeah, that's coming on Wednesday. And if you want to join us in house, you certainly can. If not, if you just kind of want to watch us online at grace-bible.com, you can do that as well. There are three things I want to talk to you about today in the light of the things that we're dealing with right now before we go to break. And I don't even know what order I want to do them in. You can tell me. 1-888-367-5329. You and I can talk right now, if you will, about the death of Colin Powell. General Colin Powell has died. You may not have known this yet, but he did. And he died uh, as a consequence of uh, extenuating circumstances, yes, from the vaccine. He was vaccinated and uh, probably had some comorbidities. But if we're keeping with the standard that the CDC and the FDA and Fauci and all of them did during the beginning of this COVID thing, where everybody that got sick and died, they died of COVID, (laughs) then we can also apply that same kind of rhetoric to uh, the unfortunate passing of, of uh, General Colin Powell. It's explicit. It's clear. And, and the family had no qualms with admitting that he had just uh, taken his second dose of the vaccine. But this is also true for a Delta airline pilot who just recently died um, uh, having a heart attack in flight and his co-pilot had to adjust the plane to a emergency landing. And you probably won't hear that either. This is all part of what was going on a couple of days ago with the uh, the uh, air, air, um, air pilot union uh, having uh, protested against the airline and uh, all of their their um, pilots just didn't show up to work. And the reason is exactly what Dr. Tenpenny uh, and Dr. Mikovich had said uh, over a year ago. You take this vaccine, it is known to give you not only thrombosis, which is blood clotting, but myocarditis. And uh, if you are in the air, having just taken the vaccine, you are in imminent exponential danger. We could talk about Colin Powell. We could talk about the Delta airline pilot, or we can talk about the young rookie star uh, for the Atlanta Hawks, Brandon Goodwin, who also Gooden, who also um, went online, and uh, I think he has his own podcast, and told everybody that he took the vaccine and it made him sick. Now you can't do that today in this 
Orwellian world, you cannot speak against the stated uh, initiative of the media. You can't go contrary to pro-vaccine language. But he had to. He had to. The young rookie star, Brandon Gooden, uh, took to the microphone and said the very uh, team that he was playing for, which ultimately let him go because he didn't recover in time. And he still not recovered, told him that he needed to be quiet. Don't make mention of the vaccine when it comes to your illness. But he realized something was suspicious with that. And it goes back to what I just stated about you can't hide love. Love works no ill to its neighbor. That means love won't lie to you. Love does not pro- promote evil. That means love won't bring you a false narrative. And love is not demanding. That means love won't threaten your life, your livelihood, your income, your family, your children, if you don't do what it says. That is not love. The Biden administration is not loving you. And you know it. And you need to stand up as free people. Tell the president what he can do with his vaccine mandates. This is not love, and we're not going to put up with it. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. Glad to be with you. We can talk at length, lots of things to talk about, but mostly it's around your freedom, because that's what I'm here for. Jesus made it very plain in John chapter uh, 8, verse 31 and 32. If you're my disciples, you're going to continue in my word, and you're going to know the truth and the truth is going to set you free. We'll take a break. We'll pay some bills. And when we come back on the other side, we'll keep talking until our lines fill up. one 367 5329 I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. The time is 522 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. If you want to uh, join the conversation, the number is one 367 I think I'll start with the youngster and then make my way up to the elder. Um, the youngster NBA star Brandon, Brandon Goodwin got blood clots after getting the COVID vaccine. You can find it everywhere on the media, particularly Facebook and what have you, because not only is uh, Brandon Goodwin speaking out, but a lot of the NBA players who are not going to take the vaccine speaking out, and they're taking a lot of hits for it. But here's what Brandon said. The vaccine ended my season. Goodwin, a former Atlanta Hawks point guard, said on a uh, Twitch live stream, Goodwin said he was told, don't say anything about it. Don't tell anybody. And he said, I'm like, bruh, what? (laughs) That's how young people talk. I don't talk like that. Young people talk like that. The 26-year-old athlete had his season ending, uh, season ended early last year which was reported as a minor respiratory issue. Do you see how they frame it? This is what I meant by you can't hide love and love doesn't lie to you. Love doesn't rearrange the terminology so as to ensure that you don't get the point. His uh, his his uh, year ended and it was reported that he had a minor respiratory issue. Well, those of us who are, are headlong into the COVID implications and their 39 symptoms, minimum 39 symptoms, realize minor respiratory issues means blood clots in his lungs. He hasn't signed with another team since, but not only blood clots in his lungs, but there will be blood clots running throughout his body because of the spike protein, the synthetic spike protein. 
that's advanced by this gene therapy can attack your liver, it can attack your kidney, it can attack uh, your extremities, it can produce neuropathy, it can cause uh, brain tumors, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of bad stuff going on. And particularly with young athletes, it can impact your um, your heart. Myocarditis and pericarditis is what we have been saying for months. Here's what the young man said. The 26-year-old athlete had his season ended, uh, and he said, I got sick, and I never quite recovered from it. Now, we can have a conversation that will cover the totality of this program about what many of the good doctors who came out up early in the beginning of the um, so-called pandemic and said, you want to be careful about the vaccines because of the long-term consequences, not the short-term consequences, not the local pain you get in your arm or your shoulder because of the vaccine, the shot. They're talking about the long-haul consequences. He said, I got sick and I never quite recovered from it. Good one explained. I would always have back pains. I was just super tired in the games. The pain became so excruciating that he went to the doctor, found out he had blood clots all within the span of a month, just one month after. And there's all kind of data, ladies and gentlemen, that's very clear about this. I was fine until then. I was fine up until the vaccine. I was fine. Goodwin said, yes, the vaccine ended my season 1000%. And it might have also ended his NBA career for sure. And particularly now that he's speaking out. You see, I told you, as Mr. Malcolm X made it very clear, the way the media works, the innocent and the faithful will be made to look like the guilty and the unfaithful. And the guilty and the unfaithful will be made to be looking like the faithful and the innocent. Things get reversed when the narrative is fraudulently framed to make people shut up, be quiet, and censor themselves or if they speak out, they are automatically turned into uh, a criminal, some kind of traitor, some kind of uh, malfeasant. And that's not true for this young man. It's not true for uh, Judy Michael. This is not true for Miss Timpenny. It's not true for all of the good line doctors. It's not true for Mr. McCullough. It's not true for Mr. Yeadon. It's not true for, um, for many of them who have said, we will do no harm. Now, that's what love is. Love says, do no harm to your neighbor. That's again, first uh, Romans chapter 13, around verse seven or eight, love works no ill to its neighbor. We tell the truth, particularly if we know that you're going to be suffering serious, serious harm from a vaccine. And it doesn't matter how few or how many, if you know the possibility of harm taking place as a consequence of the vaccine, we've got to let people know so that they can make what is called an informed decision. On to the second, very quietly, probably almost no coverage around uh, vaxxed Delta pilot dies in flight. Vaxxed Delta pilot dies in flight. Southwest flights have had mass cancellation. As you guys know already, it was on the news, but they wouldn't tell you why. Reports of hundreds of canceled Southwest flights have been met with all kinds of excuses. And uh, and and somebody says they're they're lying. It's not bad weather like Southwest Southwest claims. He says this is Stu Peter, Stu, Stu Peters. He's another. 
uh, commentator. And it's not FAA problems either because they say there haven't been any air traffic control problems that would cause massive flight cancellation, despite reports that air traffic control agents walked off the job in Jacksonville, Florida, in protest of vaccine mandates. So what is it? Other airlines didn't have mass cancellation. Um, Peters goes on to speculate it's probably the vaccine mandate that Southwest just laid down for all personnel. And he says there are reports that are that pilots are joining the resistance as well, even though the pilots union want to deny this. Now, what if all the pilots, you guys, got a whiff of the uh, Delta pilot um, dying in the air? And, and quite frankly, there have been more than one Delta pilot having a heart attack in the air. And the stats, according to the UK, is that heart attacks are up since the vaccines. The co-pilot said he just suddenly died. That's what the, I'm quoting. The co-pilot said he just suddenly died. The co-pilot also shared that the pilot said he just gotten his second COVID shot a few days earlier. It's much bigger than people think, the co-pilot allegedly said. Not only that flights are being diverted due to pilots with chest pain. Let me say that again before we go to break. This co-pilot is admitting that pilots are experiencing chest pains and the plane has to be diverted. A passenger with chest pains forced an emergency landing too. A Seattle-based pilot was found dead on his floor from an embolism. Flight attendants are not returning to active duty in droves following their shots. Two were found dead after their shots. Plus, seven Atlanta-based flight attendants have already had breakthrough infections. A vaccinated pilot got a breakthrough infection and died of kidney failure. I just told you thrombosis is all through your body with the vaccine, including your kidneys. And the reports just keep coming in with the airlines keeping their communications sealed. So what's happening here? A pilot is dead and the media completely whitewashes the whole thing. Now, listen carefully to what I'm about to say. Everyone was warned, but the media shut down Miss. Tenpenny and shut down Ms. Mikovich and turned them into buffoons, into uh, crazy conspiracy theorists. And I'm telling you what Miss Tenpenny said was, you don't want to come near an airplane if you've taken the shots. You don't want to because the pressure in the airplane will force will force or exacerbate the blood clotting that is part of one of the uh, uh, indicators of the spike proteins as they impact your body as a consequence of the vaccine. She said it. She hit it dead on the head. No, She said herself, I, I, I wouldn't be on those planes because I wouldn't want to be on a plane when a pilot has a heart attack and dies. Boom, she hit it. And yet you can go on the false fact checkers on your news uh, outlets. All of them have false fact checkers who have been paid by Big Pharma to disavow any data or information that would say anything contrary to the stated uh, news initiative, and that is vaccines are safe and vaccines are effective. They're not. You're learning that. These poor airplane pilots These poor co-pilots, these poor stewardesses are sick and dying, and you're not hearing about it because your media does not love you. Love does not work ill to its neighbor. 
Love does not demand. Love does not vaunt. Love does not promote evil. Don't tell me your government loves you. Your government does not love you. Love doesn't have to hide. Love can't hide, as they said. You can't hide love. When love is prominent, then we just get at the facts. And if we made a mistake, then we change. But you don't keep letting people die and keep letting people get sick and keep letting people lose their jobs. And the kids are now wondering where they're going to you know, have a roof over their head or not. This is insane. And as one, um, one group of uh, media uh, consorts stated why America is not in an uproar around this. They don't get it. Talking about folks from a different country thinking America really loves freedom, but there is no real outrage over a mandate coming down from uh, the president and some of these liberal governors, as is the case for us in California. Why aren't people standing up in an outrage over something so unconstitutional, So unloving and quite frankly, on its scientific basis, as you're going to learn on Wednesday, unnecessary. This is unnecessary. This is absolutely unnecessary. Two lines open, 1-888-367-5329, 1-888-367-5329. We still got to talk about Mr. Colin Powell, the late Colin Powell. We are sad for his departure, but he is also now telling the truth. Because you can't hide love. And the truth will come out after three and a half days. That's the nature of the truth. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. All right, we're back. The time, 539 on the Monday edition of Lifeline, October 18th, 2021. And uh, I, I can imagine you being just somewhat surprised if you haven't already heard it yourself. But let me go ahead on and quote it before I go to the phone lines. By the way, we do have two lines open, one 367 5329. In relationship to Mr. Colin Powell, he dies due to COVID 19 complications, um, says one Zachary Stiber of uh, the Epic Times. Uh, a, a, a online and I don't know if they do anything in print, but they certainly do uh, documentaries where they have top-notch uh, doctors and scientists and, and and politicians as well. I was watching one of their documentaries with um, one state health department uh, uh, advisor to the president and uh, very good insight into the uh, wasted energy of wanting to vaccine our children. So it, it appears to be uh, that Joe Biden and his administration is going contrary to recommendations by the FDA, Um, contrary to recommendations by people who are much more balanced in their view of both science, medicine, and virology. And they're just doing it because, well, they have another agenda. And uh, guess what that would be? Well, I will let you think about that, okay? Former Secretary of State and retired General Colin Powell has died at the age of 84. His family announced this Monday. Powell passed away this morning due to complications from COVID-19, the family said in a statement. The death came despite Powell being fully vaccinated against the virus that caused COVID-19. And so the language goes on to say Powell was being cared for at the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland. We want to thank the medical staff at Walter Reed National Medical Center for their caring treatment. We have lost a remarkable 
loving husband, father, grandfather, and great American, the family said. Uh, Walter Reed did not immediately respond to any requests for comments. Why? Because they would have had to deal with the very important fact that there is a link between these vaccines and people dying that can be obviously tracked by the kind of symptoms that come out of the impact of the spike proteins. Uh, The hardest hit will be older people who may also be dealing with uh, uh, some measures of comorbidity, uh, whether that be high blood pressure, whether that be um, obesity and and, uh, other things. Yes, once your immune system gets ramped up uh, by the spike proteins, this is called antibody uh, dependence enhancement, uh, it just turns on your own system, turns on your own body, and it attacks it. There is a fundamental flaw in this gene therapy technology that no one wants to face. They just are in the third phases of using American citizens when it used to be you did trial one, two, and three with animals or a very isolated group of people not everybody on the planet. And so while they're dealing with everybody on the planet, they're not telling you the truth about how much harm is done, what kind of harm is done, what kind of fatality is taking place, and what are the long-term implications of the vaccine? Because if they had to tell you the truth, they'd have to stop it. It's just a fact of the matter. So um, it's sad to hear what happened to Mr. Colin Powell. But now in his death, he is also supporting the truth of, of which many of us have warned about from the beginning of this whole COVID pandemic agenda. So we're going to go to the phone lines. Now I'm going to go to line number one and talk with James from the Bay. James, are you there? that again? uh, Line number one, James from the Bay on line number one. We'll start with one. Hey, James, what's going on, man? Uh, Man, just going through, uh, just doing what we do. But yeah, I talked that this morning uh, about Colin Powell. I didn't even know. And of course, I wanted to go look and see what mainstream was talking about. And they really couldn't even cover it up because his family said he was fully vaccinated. So now which way are you going to go? That's right. And it's like, you know, what's more concerning to me is the dissonance a lot of our uh, brothers and sisters, I think, are beginning to experience now, whether it be cognitive, emotional, or even spiritual, if you will, you know, dissonance, because... Nobody really wants to talk about it. I mean, you have people who have already taken the jab who, you know, despite the truth that's put before them, I know they're feeling some sort of way, and that's not obviously our our goal. And so, you know... You know, I try to, you know, develop a way, you know, you know, obviously to speak with them in love, you know, it's okay. But, you know, they're like, dead. I guess the only thing they have to stand on is the fact that they have, you know, the jab and... You know, for example, I don't. Well, okay, if you have it, then why are you walking around outside with masks on? What are you fearing? So they have this this fear, almost this paranoia, if you will, and they can't even, you know, really explain it. And so, you know, I just, I'm just, just, just kind of like, you know, you know, back off, you know, and just love me, just try to just get them, you know, to understand that 
you know, you know, it's okay because first of all, they're trying to put us against each other, and that's not what we want to do. We just want to, we want the, the, the truth to flow freely, just flow freely, and you know, help each other out, lift each other up during times like this. This can be this is pretty difficult because you know, there's things going around all over the place. We're not hearing about it here, and if it is happening here, I mean, there was a march in New York, uh, but you didn't hear that on, on mainstream media. So people are. Beginning, uh, uh, are beginning to are beginning to get it. I mean, just like I don't know if you caught the uh, the situation that was going over. Uh, you have a mayor that's going to threaten to uh, fire half the police force and with when they're at a hundred percent, they can't handle what's going on out there, and she threatened you know, you know, fire half of them, but they had to back off of that, you know, and you know, as people begin to stand their ground. You start to see the results, but we have to stand our ground. People have to begin to stand their ground. Agreed. Look, no, you're you're absolutely right on all of those points, James. All of those points, but this is your Stockholm syndrome. This is the uh, this is the planned, controlled mass sociological manipulation psychosis. People have been forced now to live in a cognitive dissonance. Even the people that haven't taken the vaccine, who haven't actually done the hard work of finding out why many of us are warning about the whole protocol, they're now in that paradoxical landscape that you've heard me explain. They've been put in the box of the pro-vaccine camp, but they don't even know anything about it. Others of us have been put in the box of the anti-vaccine camp, but as you have already heard by the independent panel that told the FDA uh, that they do not recommend the booster shots, the doctor made it plain that when he listens to anti-vaxxers are those who are called vaccine hesitant, because that's the new strategy, as you're going to learn on uh, on on Wednesday, he said most of the people that are at, uh, vaccine hesitant or are labeled vaccine uh, anti-vaxxers, they are more knowledgeable than those who are pro-vaccine. And this is absolutely the case because if you actually get put on a team and you think this is a winning team, then you're not going to investigate that winning team. You don't, you're not going to know how that winning team came together. You don't know what its policies are. You don't know what its strategies are. You don't know what its gameplays are. You're just ha- happy to have on a uniform until you start playing the game. And then you realize you don't know the plays. And you begin to realize that the team management and, uh, and the coaches are actually hollering and screaming at you. And the next thing you know, you are doing things that are contrary to the nature of progress. Like you stated, all right, I've I've been vaccinated once. Okay, I'm taking the second shot. All right, I got to take a booster. All right, I got to still wear a mask. All right, I got to still social distance. Okay, I still can get the virus. Okay, I can still shed the virus. Okay, I can still die as we learn that. Mr. Colin Powell and and uh, Larry King and and uh, Hank Aaron and Marvin Hagler and I can give you a list of all kind of people that passed away from the shot that you're just not going to hear in the media and of course our brothers and sisters who fell prey to the narrative of our government are living in that cognitive dissonance for which we need to be 
um, uh, sensitive, but we cannot be compromising because the only way this is going to be solved is for the truth to come up out of the ground, having been buried by the diabolical lie, and then shed light on all of this stuff that's going on because it never works to lie. You can't suppress the truth always, like I stated, and I've got to take a break now. You can't hide love. You can't hide love, and eventually it will show up once again as the truth it was always trying to warn people about from the beginning. Thanks for your call, my dear brother. Got to take a break. When I come back, I'll talk with Joe and San Leandro on the Monday edition of Lifeline. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. The time is 5.54 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Let's go to line number two and talk with Joe in San Leandro. Joe and San Leandro, Hi, are you there? Joe right there. Hi, yes, this is Joe. Joe. I'm good, thank you. I was a uh, when I remember when the lockdown first happened, and you know nobody knew what COVID was like and stuff. But the the media had said, which I found very suspicious, that everyone was talking how once it happened, they knew they were going to have a vaccine within a year. When these things take decades to have, and this is the fastest vaccine that came out in human history. And if you look at things like. HIV and AIDS, we've studied for how many, how long, 40 years or something now, and no vaccine for that. I think if HIV was passed the same way as COVID was, there's no way we would have it around for 40-something years, in my opinion. No, you're absolutely right about that, Joe, but I'll tell you what I know is that the same thing that happened during the AIDS uh, epidemic uh, is happening now is being controlled by the same people and the outcomes are the same. It was Dr. Fauci that was engaged in trying to develop a drug uh, for the uh, for the people who had acquired AIDS. He was also part of the delay of the development of AZT, which allowed people to acquire AIDS and millions and millions, as you know, around the world died, particularly in Africa and lots here. He was involved in that. Then the AZT that was produced killed a lot of our AIDS brothers and sisters as well. And he's directly tied to this present conflagration of, uh, of, of, of people around the world being sick. Now, I have a documentary that can clearly demonstrate the correlation between the propaganda the delayed, uh, uh, the delayed um, rescue. Uh, the people were told that there was nothing that could be done when, in fact, there were um, all sorts of um, uh, protocols available for AIDS patients, as is the case now for people who have uh, COVID-19. We've always had um, combination uh, all-purpose drugs and remedies and, and vitamin uh, packages that w- would have easily quelled uh, the COVID disease. They already know that, but they had to hide it in order to get the vaccines under on the market under the emergency use authority. If there would have been one uh, uh, one purpose drug available to handle co- uh, COVID-19, Joe, then we wouldn't be in this mess that we're in now. So we are dealing with what they have rightly called a plandemic. Uh, and I can give you the information if you don't have it. Uh, you can easily go to my email, gbchayward at gmail.com, and I can get you up to date if you don't know. But your intuition is absolutely spot on, Joe. Is this the first time you listen to our program? Uh, I've listened to it. I commute from a 
San Leandro to San Bruno, but I've listened uh, a couple of times. I listen to 1100 a lot. And uh, I think I just want to mention, I think people got a lot of false sense of security with the vaccine because my parents are both vaccinated and they both got COVID from being yeah. vaccinated. So people think that you just get COVID and it's like, you know, you're not going to know you can still, you can still be a carrier and pass the va- pass COVID on, you know? 100%. And what people don't know is actually the vaccine will actually uh, exacerbate and kick in the COVID because COVID is simply a disease. It's a symptom. It's not, it's nothing but a set of symptoms that can be uh, identified in, in various different uh, viral, bacterial, uh, fungi uh, uh, illnesses in people. So they don't know if uh, in that particular, in the, in the, that particular gene therapy experiment, for sure, uh, people directly experience a COVID symptom, and 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 they're having to admit this now. They get the vaccine in order to not get COVID, then they get COVID, and then the consolation prize is well. Uh, the COVID that they get is not as bad as the people who don't have the vaccine. Well, we're coming to discover that that's not true either. And there are many other complications that come along with this. So you're on the right track, young man. Uh, Keep getting rooted and grounded in the reality of these things so you can let people know the truth about these things. And again, thanks for the call and uh, hope to hear from you again in the future. Let's go to line number one and talk with Dan in Sonoma. Dan in Sonoma. Dan, are you there? We're trying to get Dan up front. He'll show up one of these days. Dan in Sonoma. If Dan is not there, I'm looking at 559. We can take a break Hello. and we can try to make Hello, Dan, are you uh, there? Yeah, I wanted to ask some questions around the perimeter of some of this. I listened to BIN, and what I heard on there was coverage about the thefts at Walgreens, and they mentioned yes. about hiring yes. additional security, but they don't mention anything about a misdemeanor when you get up to $900. Or up in Sacramento, it's $1,500. If you steal a bike and it's less than $1,499, you are going to just face a misdemeanor charge. And... uh they don't mention that side of the story on the network. On the network. Do you know why? No, I really think they have a bias, but I don't know the reason for the bias. Okay. All right, I'll share. You, I'll share with you what's going on before I go to break. And all of you guys can put this thread together if you want to. You can believe it if you want to. You don't have to believe it. But you and I have been talking, uh, Dad, for almost two years, and even before that, particularly when it goes back to the elections. Uh, Men and women watch with their own eyes the destruction of our election process with the uh, voting uh, scandal and fiasco and uh, added votes and and all of that kind of stuff that went on uh, to move uh, President Trump out and to move Joe Biden in. We all saw that. We all saw the atrocity of what was going on with the mail-in ballots. Everybody saw it. No one wants to own it for being uh, the atrocious criminal behavior that it really is because we're all uh, in our present state being uh, completely ideologically subverted uh, to not have a moral compass, to not have a ethical break, to not have an ethical outrage 
at lawlessness. This is part of uh, the communist socialist attack on a Western culture to destroy its morals and to take over by corruption. We saw that. You and I talked about how Black Lives Matter was staged and controlled and paid for to help deconstruct uh, Western civilization, destroying modernism, imposing a uh, postmodern fabrication of mythical reality. And we see how it has now entrenched itself in the public schools and is teaching our children not to believe in who they have been ordained by God to be and uh, is at every uh, level seeking to destroy uh, the way of life in America. And now what you're seeing in terms of the lawlessness, this is all part of the five pillars of ideological subversion, is you see crime occurring everywhere and no real justice taking place, as the Book of Ecclesiastes puts it. Um, uh, when, when, when justice is slow or retarded, it is wholly set in the hearts of men to do evil. What kind of country in the world just lets its citizens come into its marketing system, its stores, and pillage its goods um, up to $1,500, and then they get what it, what you call a just a, a, a minor ticket, which is also dismissed by the courts, and they go and do it again. Here's what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. Right before your eyes, you are seeing your country slowly devolve into a socialist state of a welfare system that fundamentally is the haves and the have-nots, the criminals and the power brokers that sort of dysfunctionally uh, maintains and controls your criminals. This is why your borders are wide open in such a massive scandal that we still don't even know all of the implications of it, but this is why so many um, of the Border Patrol officers are quitting your police officers, your nurses, your doctors, your firemen, they're all quitting under this COVID mandate, vaccine mandate, because this is part of the deconstruction of your country. All because we weren't diligent as a people group to stand up for righteousness. Now we are watching the uh, infiltration of an ideological system being worked by those who are in power who hate America, hate the history of America, hate uh, what they would call white privilege and white rule and white uh, dominion. All of this is consistent with what's been going on for the last two and a half years. It's been going on in Europe before this. It's been going on in Africa before this. This is China on the inside of America as deep as you want to imagine it. And it won't stop until there is major pushback by its citizens. But as I stated earlier, and I've got to take a break here. It was observed by those who are in Britain wondering whether or not, not Britain, but uh, Australia, wondering whether or not, yes, this was a conversation by Mr. Uh, Johnson and Mr. Uh, Jordan Peterson, uh, wondering whether or not are there any real true Americans willing to stand up and um, recover a free country based upon constitutional uh, principles and the rule of law? If not, you're going to see ghettos everywhere and people are going to be confined to their homes out of fear and there will be no freedom for men and women who don't love truth. Remember what I stated many years ago. Liberty without virtue is a curse. 
And you're looking at the curse emerging right before your eyes. Got to take a break. Got to pay some bills. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 